0: Welcome everybody, my name is Pastor Nathan and I am standing here and I have the, ho- the hosting privilege of being able to sit with the one, the only, Pastor Tony Cassis. I thought you were going to say Dr Robin Cassis then. <laughs> Welcome everyone, hello, love you. And of course, I also have the privilege to get to sit with the only one because there's only one of her on this universe and her birthday is coming up on friday dr robin casas we are all blessed and we all have benefited and we can join with heaven in saying thank you for being born welcome dr robin casas
1: hi guys
0: don't deflect
1: like i just said i'm not <laughs> deflecting but wow an introduction like that's hard to live up to and i I'm not going to live up to it. It's all about Jesus.
0: Ooh, good one. Well, you live up to it every second, so it's okay. Anyway, we have had a very, very spiritually full couple of days since coming off the last Sunday service.
1: Yes, just still meditating on what was said and chewing over. Maybe pondering would be the better thing, pondering on certain things, uh, there would be a challenge in some of those statements that were made on I'll Sunday tell you what,
0: night. I'll tell you what, I was challenged, beyond challenged, and uh, I heard it twice.
1: And I think the <laughs> challenge is, uh, uh, this is not a game. Mm. This is real. Mm-mm-mm. And I think that's what was presented on Sunday night, the reality mm-hmm. uh You know, that sometimes we honestly think that, uh, uh, I don't know, I don't know if we get a reality of it being real, Christianity being real and that there's a plan and a purpose and there's a uh, a, a call, you know, Mm. a call that God is calling his church to you know, and it's not just a good suggestion. It's a real call. Wow. I know that's what came to me on Sunday night, you know, I started to think, well, this is not just an idea, you know, Mm. or a a suggestion, but an actual call, a mandate.
0: And this is why you've purposed in your heart to call this Portal's uh, experience or lifestyle, because we're building on the foundation that Pastor Tony yeah, put in definitely. place with the repetition of faith. Yeah. Just for those that are listening or watching that might not have known what we talk about when we refer to Sunday, oh, uh, there was watch. a powerful, powerful message from Pastor Tony on the repetition of faith. And it's kind of like a little bit of a puzzle, mm-hmm. the repetition of faith. What is that? like? You know, And you really have to listen to the word to understand. And I mean, just it was really, I can't use any word except spiritually brilliant because mm-hmm. it really, it really, listen unraveled a couple of things that we don't get to really dive into. A lot of people don't dive into that depth to do with prayer and faith Mm. and activating your words. And so guys, if you want to watch or listen, you can watch on our Facebook page, um, our YouTube page, or even our website, go to talk.org and all our messages are listed there. If you want to listen to, you can go back on Facebook and listen again. And I would encourage you to, because that word just was a powerful word. So speaking of repetition of faith, Mm. uh, just in the intro section here, just give us a little bit of an overview of what the Lord put on your heart because from what my understanding, that was a bit of a different word that you had originally purposed. When you got up on the pulpit, when we recorded it, it sort of just prophetically came
2: to you. Isn't that right? Yeah.
1: You were actually going to talk on prayer.
2: Well, I was going to reference um, the scriptures out of Luke yeah. about the uh, the unjust judge and the, and the widow because that was like a repetitive request. Uh-huh. But while I was uh, opening up, and mentioning pastor's word you know about you know the the breaking out from this cocoon i felt the holy spirit wanted me to mention revelation 12 which is really uh i think just an overview of where the church needs to be where it's at Mm -hmm. and i sort of i don't know i was able to by his grace sort of bump those two together
0: yeah it's funny because i was there when we recorded it with you and it was a little bit later at night because we just done the collide worship session which was great
2: bass playing by the way did anybody notice it was really really (laughs) really really really
0: okay anyway um no (laughs) but i remember just being in the room and like you started you were warming up and it's, I see this happen with both of you when the Holy Spirit and the, the that anointing arises in you, it's like this supernatural boost of energy just came out of nowhere. Mm. And it's like this passion. And it's funny, because whenever you start getting into revelation, it's like, there's like a passion for that eschatology that comes out. And so I could tell that the Holy Spirit wanted to sort of like veer the ship a bit of a different direction. Mm. And he does that, doesn't he? He just, when you get up on the pulpit sometimes, he just says, nope, we're doing this instead.
2: Yeah, I think I've learnt from Mum uh, a lot, Doctor Robin. Doctor yes. Robin, yeah, um, <laughs> because you know, Pastor, you know, you're up there, you have a message ready, yeah. and then the Lord starts dropping something. That's what I call the now, right now. Well, actually, mm. right sounds- now. Is that right? Yeah. Is it the now word?
1: The now word. And sometimes when I'm up there, I don't have anything, any drops. Oh, yeah. I
0: think. Listen, this, good, is, listen, listen.
1: My this is my life. Listen. It's definitely the right sound for that one.
0: I can honestly attest the same thing when I'm prophetically worship leading. I mean, I go back sometimes and I'm listening and I'm like, where did that rhyme come from? Because, you know, I had nothing in my head. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just the, the Holy Spirit flows. It's, it's important that you, what you said, that word, the now, now, now word. There's the now the word, modern. but there's also a now, now, now word. And I think, you know, taking us into the break, we're going to come back and we're going to start to unravel repetition of faith. But I think as something that's very important to start us off on this P- Portal's podcast is um, we can't live in the word of yesterday. We have to be living in what God is doing in
1: yeah, the now, in now, the
0: word. now, now word. Otherwise, it will lead into experience. Yeah, you and,
1: know? and we've got to talk about um, experience and lifestyle because, um, you know, that's the whole purpose, isn't it?
0: Yeah. And the the Lord said to me when you had talked to me tonight, Pastor Robin, about, I want to take it in this direction and say experience, um, or lifestyle. And I really started to just quickly in myself as even I was, as I was setting up, on like, Lord, what do you want to say? Like, how can I bring this out as a host? Like wh- what is experience? Cause I mean, experience could be circumstance. But he really gave me, I think, a really good definition. Experience is when you take a reamer of God, but you attach your form to it, Yeah. you know? And yep. then you try to live that over and over again. And so that's when, be, that's when, you know, that wine becomes stale wine and it can't contain what God wants to do. Would you say that that is?
1: Uh, I think that's a good way, you know? Go I deeper, if, I know you want to go you deeper. get into the simple, no, no simple way of thinking about, Experience is something that turns up every now and then. Uh. Uh, whereas a lifestyle is something you go through, good and bad, up and down, uh, 24 hours a day. You don't just opt out of lifestyle and come back into it. You know, It's something that you, you're living it.
0: Okay, so we're going to go to a break and we're going to come back with the repetition of faith. Because we're about to go in deep, so okay. we'll be back in a second.
1: We're gonna blow your mind, guys.
0: Again, to blow your my mind, 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 mind. You Blow your minds. I didn't give you time to jump in on that one. Sorry.
1: I think we're not just going to blow your mind. I think we're actually going to challenge your soul.
0: Oh! There's a new ism. We're going to challenge your soul. Yeah. To make it whole. Okay.
1: Definitely.
0: If you're listening, welcome back to Portals Podcast. You are sitting with our senior leaders, Dr. Robin, Pastor Tony, and I'm your host, Pastor Nate we were just talking in the intro about the powerful message that pastor Tony shared on Sunday night, the repetition of faith and uh, how that's going to lead us into the topic of tonight's portal experience or lifestyle. And then we got cut off cause we were doing a Facebook live stream mm. at the very same time. And, uh, technology has its glitches. Well, it has its demons. Yes. And, uh, yeah, so we, um, some authority which is what we're talking about tonight so it's a practical example yep of taking our authority and we are back on we back nothing's shutting down portals so pastor Tony I'm throwing that to you let's talk about the repetition of faith let's go for all right.
2: it all right so on Sunday we began by um, discussing um, when we pray for you know things that we need from the Lord or if we, when we pray for people to receive healing or deliverance it Our answer doesn't always come after one prayer. In fact, most of our experience has been that we have to pray quite a number of times before we see the fruition of, you know, what we're believing for. And so um, many have been um, sort of conditioned by, you know, the faith movement that, you know, you pray once and then that's it. You know, Mm -hmm. you just believe. Wow. And there is a place for that once your faith grows to that level, definitely, yep. um, you know, you can you can develop faith to the point where, you know, as, as soon as, you, as you've prayed, you know, especially, you know, that it's God's will, you know, God moves in a much faster way. But to say that God moves that way every time is, I, I don't think that is a, a fully correct concept.
3: Wow. Because
2: I shared that Jesus didn't always get instant results when he prayed. Mm. And I I said it wasn't to bring Jesus down, it was to it was to show that even he as a man had to be persistent in some things. Like often he would pray for blind men and they wouldn't always see instantly. Sometimes they would, but there were times when they wouldn't. Um there were there was one particular time where he was casting out the spirit called Legion out of a man, mm. and it took quite a confrontation between the Lord and this strong man called Legion before it dislodged itself and and went into the herd of swine, and so that was I believe an example to show us that you know we need to be persistent, and that was the theme of of the teaching. Yes, the repetition of faith is basically another way of saying be persistent until what you're bullying for comes. Wow. So that sort of sums up what the word was about. And then I attach that to Mm. the prophesied words from Dr. Robin and myself concerning this short period of, you know, being isolated or in the cocoon Mm -hmm. and then God releasing us. And and all of hell wants to bring us into a a world of more restriction instead of more freedom. Mm. And we need to keep, at that word, keep pushing that word, legislating yeah, that word mm. so that when when it comes, it comes in its fullness, the freedom that we, not just what we had but beyond what we had. Wow.
1: I, I think that maybe I could add something to that. Please uh, do. There was one part of it where you spoke about legislation and you were speaking about uh, the courts of heaven and you were saying that uh, uh, to legislate Heaven, the, the will of, of God that's there in heaven to the earth. Mm. You were saying that. Now, our, us as Christians need to get the reality. Mm. Get that, into this. That it's the will of God mm. that needs to be legislated to the earth. But the power of the will of God. You know, uh, this is not just a a suggestion or an idea. This is God's will being legislated. That's that's a real reality there, you Mm. know. That's a reality that needs to be thought about very seriously.
0: Yeah, it's active. It's moving. Like when you put legislation in here in the house, it has to go through so much process yeah has to be approved, has to be, like, you know, pushed through. It doesn't yeah. just happen like that. Mm. I mean, we even saw that with the stimulus legislation that they just put in,
1: but, you know. But yeah. the power of legislation, one wouldn't even think that there was a power behind legislating God's will. Mm. From heaven to earth, it just turns up, or it doesn't turn up, or we hope we get it, and all this. But there's a process, a real process, that has um, action attached to it. So you're stomach. talking about
0: legislation is not a noun in this case; it's that's, a verb.
1: It's definitely a verb,
0: and that's where the power comes. Well, wow.
1: yeah, it's definitely a verb.
2: And so, you know, pastor is mentioning the will of God and. You know, God in his holiness, um, he doesn't impose his will so much on people. He allows the God-given gift of, you know, human will to Mm -hmm. take its course. Mm. But all of humanity's will is still within the confines of his ultimate will. He's the creator. Hang on, hang on. He gave people... Explain that a bit more because that's a bit of a...
0: A hard one to get your head around.
2: All right, because God's will, as we know it as Creator, Uh encompasses everything, every limitation or every expansion of man. Like every every occasion in history, God has worked by his sovereign will Mm. to bring about the maturing of his church. Mm. Do you understand? Like Mm. even the First and Second World Wars, all of that looks horrific. He has to allow man to exercise his will. A lot of horrific things ha- happened. We had the Holocaust, and people say, "Well, why did God allow it?" He was allowing man's will mm. to a certain degree. Man, mm.
1: I think man spoke his own own will in that.
2: This, you know, people say, "Well, it was God's will." It wasn't. Yeah. But God, you know, God allows humankind. Look at look at the tribulation we're told about—a tribulation where. Evil becomes so predominant. Yeah. Why doesn't God just intervene? Well, He does in the end. Yeah. But He has to allow man, you know, the 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 expression of how bad he can get if he decides he wants to be that bad. God will let it go to a certain limit. I remember when Abraham was told uh, about his offspring. Mm. The Lord said to him you know, your offspring will be as numerous as the stars of heaven, yep. right? But he said they would be put in bondage 400 years because the sin of the Amorites has not yet reached, reached its completeness. In other words, mm, wow. God was giving the nations in Canaan, mm. the land of Canaan, an, an, an amount of grace, an amount of evil, but as soon as they cross that line, he was going to bring Abraham's offspring back to judge that those nations, and this is why.
0: Wow, that's encouraging.
2: You know, um, and again, you have you have these Christians who are unaware that the holiness of God dem- demands judgment if you reject grace. Mm. <laughs> All right, and so this is why His people Israel, the nation, grew into becoming a an instrument of God's judgment on the evil in Canaan. Mm. And by, and by, by doing that, see, he said there was a limit. There was a limit to how much he would allow the, the Gentile nations, you know, how low they could go before he would step in and say enough. And this is, this is a picture of the, the last days. There's going to be three and a half years of great tribulation mm. at that Jesus says it's never been repeated before. Mm. So, people are going to be asking, why is God allowing it? Why is God? He's showing us how bad man can get. Mm. Without God, there's no limit to evil.
0: So, there's that, you know, age old question, and I'm getting a different understanding just from what you're saying there. Why did God let that happen? So, you know, that's what people say. Why did God let that happen? Why did God let these happen? But you're basically saying God didn't let it happen, He let you happen. Yep. Can and because I, he let you happen, he has to give you free will.
1: Can I come back with a, another, a, maybe do. another way of thinking? Um, you said, "Why didn't, why did God let that happen?" Listen, this has been God's plan.
0: Come on.
1: This is not. Um, let me jam you.
0: Hang on, because I'm, I'm getting my button ready.
1: Oh, I'm telling you now, this is not our plan. We didn't have this idea. Mankind forgiveness of sin, living with Jesus forever, being seated beside him, having a marriage supper of the Lamb, this is God's plan and this is the way he's going to do it, his way. I want to go back to the courts of heaven for a minute Mm. and you go to a normal court and there is certain... um, Procedures. Yes. There are certain things that need to happen, and the law is to be upholded and kept. Yep. Well, I, I, I'm starting to get the reality more and more that the courts of heaven are all about God's will and God's plan mm. and God's laws. Wow. And so there's no, uh, there's no questioning in that. Mm. There isn't, well, we we'll see if it works. You know, we'll see, it's like we have the, the right. No, when you go into the courts of heaven, there is no right except God's way. You see? Please think about this. You've taken this, this plan of God and you've started to own some of it for yourself. Uh. I really think we have to get back to this was God's idea, this was God's plan, this was God's desire, this is why Jesus came to fulfil what the Lord God wanted to bring his people back to him. This is all about God. This is not about you, and mm. that's that's why I want to ask you mm. later on: Has your Christianity been an experience,
2: oh. or
1: has it been a lifestyle? Oh.
2: Another another aspect that a lot of Christians don't understand is: If God intervenes every time someone is about to commit a crime or do evil, then where where do we stop God from intervening? Because really, we're wow. taking back choice. Wow. We're, we're taking back choice, right? Yeah, Like yeah. Look, for, for us, we'll say, okay, why didn't he intervene in the Holocaust? Well, let's drag that back a bit. Why didn't he intervene in some of these school shootings? Let's take it back a bit. Why doesn't he intervene in one murder? Let's take it back a bit.
1: Have why doesn't he intervene...
2: Back? Mm. In an abortion. Now, let's take it back a bit. Let's go all the way back to Adam. Why doesn't he <laughs> in intervene in a small argument? You know, if you can't just pick one thing and say, that's so bad it needs intervention. Mm. How about it?
1: why didn't he intervene in the cross?
0: Oh, that's the big one. That's the big one.
1: Why didn't he intervene at the cross? Because God is sovereign mm. and he had a plan and he won't intervene in that plan. I'm yeah. telling you now. I mean, he, he goes against
0: his own plan. It does. He's a liar. He,
1: he's, he's not a liar. Yeah. He's the truth. And that's something, whether you like it, you can trust it.
2: Oh. You don't have to like it, but you can trust it. Oh, you can trust Ooh.
1: his word.
2: Now, you know what? We're only scratching the surface oh, because there's a lot more. There's times when God does intervene. Yes. Like someone tries to suicide Yeah. and they can't. Yeah. Something happens where it just But flunks. that's his
1: sovereignty. Yeah. That's not man's choice. Yeah. That's oh. his sovereignty. Oh, my
2: Lord. He does intervene. This is why, see, again, this is going to be a bit of a contra- controversy, but. I believe he's intervened in the death rate in New York. Come on, say whether, this. Whether the governor recognises it or not, the numbers are far less yeah. Yeah. than what they were Come a, on. Pro- projecting. Come on, wow. You know? So wow. God has intervened, Yeah, but that's not taking man's choice away.
1: Yeah. And he's brought people who were on the verge of de- death with back, that, to life. back to life virtually. I've heard testimony after testimony. But the, prob- the whole thing is here. This is his sovereignty. If he intervenes, it's his sovereignty. God is sovereign. Yeah. And that's why the courts of heaven recognize his sovereignty.
0: Mm. Big subject. Yeah. And if you saw Pastor Robin Tapp, Pastor Tony, then it's because we don't want to get on to political stuff, no. you know, with Governor Cuomo and the other governors and no, President we're Trump. Staying out we're staying in the main center of it. And that's God's will. God's and will. so I leave you with this as we go into a break. You know, a lot of the world says, you know, why did God let that happen? God didn't let it happen. You let it happen. Anyway, we'll come Mm. into a break. Hello to our Portals family and Talk family listening in. We are so encouraged and so blessed that you have joined us once again to listen to the Portals podcast. I hope that you've been super blessed by what you've been listening to. I know that it's going to impact and transform your life. And so uh, we are just praying for you and keeping you covered in prayer. Moving forward, as things have changed, our schedule always changes with dealing and moving through this pandemic. So we wanted to let you know of a couple of updates that have uh, been changed, and we hope that will serve you better. Tuesday at 8 p.m., we have our City Watch prayer meeting, and this is the engine room of our church. We are not stopped praying, and we are not stopping moving forward. So we encourage you to join us for our City Watch prayer meeting where we're gonna pray for our nation, our city, our government and all that God is doing as he moves us through this crisis. So you can join us via our Zoom online chat or our Zoom online web conferencing virtual meeting room. And uh, the links for that will be posted in all of our social media, Facebook, Instagram, or if you wanna email, you can email info at talknyc.org. To join, you can join via your web camera via your phone or your um, tablet or device, or you can even call in via a phone number if that's easier for you. So we encourage you to join us and uh, be a part of praying and seeing um, the window up, which is Jesus in this situation. God bless.
1: We'll have a bit of both. Nothing like variety.
0: We're going to do it every time. Gotta be available. Can you hear it? Gotta be available. Gotta be available. Gotta be available.
1: For his ability.
0: Welcome back to Portals Land and uh, we have been having a great discussion on the repetition of faith, moving us into experience versus, well not versus, or lifestyle because we're asking that question. And uh, before the break, Dr. Robin had just landed a big, big question on us. Are we being available for his ability or do we want him to be available for our ability? I think that was like the crux of what was said
1: yeah, I think so. in
0: that segment. So, Pastor Tony, before we move into this actual shifting into experience or lifestyle, mm. I just want to go back over those three points that you talked about. You said there was the repetition of vanity, yep. the repetition of self-righteousness, self-righteousness. And, and the, the ultimate, repetition
2: of faith.
0: The repetition of faith. So let's unpack that for the listeners and uh, explain that a little bit more.
2: All right, just quickly, the repetition of vanity r- involves trying to impress God with much words. It's a it's a self work. All right. So Jesus brings out the example of how heathen would um, you know bring great volumes of words out of their mouths with the um, understanding that uh, repeating words uh, would impress the deity. Well, Jesus made it very clear that is not the way you impress our Father in heaven. So the second vanity of prayer was the the vanity of self-righteousness. And this involves you trying to impress God by how good you are. Mm. And that doesn't work either. And so... Then we concentrated on the third and the, the good, um, you know, repetition because faith does involve repetition, and that's the repetition of faith. Okay. And that means that you keep praying, you keep believing, you keep declaring until it comes to pass. And this is a big trial for a lot of saints because, you know, we've, we've all grown up under the impression you know once God reveals his will and you've prayed for it, the rest is all God's work. Well, yep. as Christina said in the earlier question, it's a combination of God doing his part and us doing our part. Mm. And many times in the scripture, men and women of God had to do things you know, in repetition. For instance, Elijah praying for the rain. He had to pray seven distinct times before the rain came. Um, Naaman the Syrian had to bathe himself seven times in the Jordan before his cleansing came. Yeah. So there are examples of that. They had to walk around the walls of Jericho for seven days before the walls fell down. Mm. And so there's a there's a repetition of faith. So this is why um, I believe we are to um, speak what God has said, you know, as a revelation until... It becomes a reality. That's real faith. Wow. That's good. When you hang on and you speak it and you declare it and you're believing it until it becomes tangible, it becomes, um, you know, materialized.
0: Wow. Good. And you said another thing that I think was very powerful. You said that uh, the repetition of vanity and the repetition of self righteousness declares, in essential, like, you know, a message that I'm not loved. And you said, but real faith knows that you're loved. That was really powerful. Yeah. Because that means to know that you're loved takes faith. Well, Paul know? says It's the not end, an ishy-gushy feeling.
2: It's faith. Paul says something really great. He says, the end of the law is faith working through what? Love.
0: Mm. It all passes away, but it comes back down to love. Wow. Really, really, really powerful stuff and uh would you even say would you even say that uh the repetition of faith is the process that we always talk about to to a, to a certain to a degree. Extent,
2: yeah because not not everything is going to require you to keep repeating 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 there are, there comes a time like with the Lord Jesus' life yep where he could stand there in front of Lazarus's tomb and say, Father, I'm praying out aloud, not because uh, I'm, you know, I need to, but to let everybody know that I know you answer every request mm, I give you. Mm. A lot of us don't have that one yet.
0: Yeah, that's that. I know. Not I think that you answer. I know. And so there's that uh, presumptuous faith that you were talking about, Dr. Robin, versus yeah. the actual... Real faith. So um, do you want to add to that about the repetition of vanity and hearing ourselves and how we think the volume sometimes is what gets God to listen?
1: Um, well, I think that um, I'd leave that with Pastor Tony because uh, my subject's different. Yeah, we're going to move into that subject. And I'd like to just get my notes, if you wouldn't mind, Tony. If you could. Yeah, um, we'll get Deb. Because you dropped them that? out mm-hmm. when you pushed on. Just let's get that back again for me. Thank you. It just didn't come up. Thank you. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah.
2: We're just Wonderful. organizing our Google drives here. Yeah, it's amazing the things that are happening. So while, while we're waiting on that, I mean, you might have been believing the Lord for something and you're frustrated because you know, maybe your repetition, you believe, has fallen into some kind of religious oh, yes. approach. Yes, mm. get what you and, and I'm telling you, if you've heard God and you know it, because you know in your spirit you've heard God, yep. just keep at it. You know, and I think that just before pastor comes on, um, the Lord blessed me with, you know, a, a day's work. Yep. A labouring job. And, you know, I'm. you know, we've all been in the apartment cooped up and Mm -hmm. you know i i really relished in the fact that i was outdoors and doing physical work yeah and i know i've mentioned this example before guys but you know i uh this gentleman i was working for and i were cleaning up some backyard debris yep and one of the things we had to clean up was a concrete slab and we didn't have a sledgehammer all we had was this Um, you know, matic. Mm. And so I told this man, you know, like, you know, make a line across the slab and just keep at it. Yeah. And seriously, he gave up twice and he said, you know, we should leave it. We should, you know, come back and do it once I've bought, you know, a big sledgehammer. I said, look, keep at it. I said, I've preached about this because he was a believer. (laughs) I said, I've preached about this. Just keep at it. And literally, as I've said before, You could hear the sound that this matic was making that indicated something was changing. Mm. It went from a ding, ding to a thong, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And two strikes later, this four-inch-thick slab cracked right down the middle, right along the line. Now, when you're praying like that continually, there will come a time where you hear something... Come on, say this. ...in your spirit that tells you something has just changed. Yeah. The sound will change. The sound will change from heaven. Yep. And then soon after that, it materializes.
0: Wow, my Lord.
1: So that that comes along with what we were saying about legislating um, God's will from heaven to earth. The sound changes when it reaches us. Oh, what is it? And so you keep uh, legislating it and until you start to realise that not just your authority, but this is again coming back to this This story Mm -hmm. and and this whole production of life and forgiveness and everything, it it all comes into line and so it will bring forth the right sound.
3: Mm. It
1: will bring forth the right sound if we get a hold of what it is. And I I just had a, a, a little statement here and I'm... Sorry, I just lost that statement, but I'll come back to it. When I do, I'd like to just add it in. Because mm. uh, we become what we focus on.
0: Yeah,
4: say we that. We do.
1: We become what we focus on. What are we focusing on? Are we focusing on just getting answers? Are we focusing on that? Because the world focuses on that, church. Wow. Can I jam that one? Please, by all means. Because we are different. We're supposed to be different. We're made the image of our God. So we don't just focus on getting answers. We focus on something else. Because if we focus on something, that's what we're going to become. And if we're going to focus on God's will, that's what we'll become. Mm. Will uh, become in His image, wanting you, to do His will, not ours.
0: And you're saying what we focus on is really the
2: sound that we'll produce,
1: and we'll produce that sound. Gee, See, heaven has a sound.
2: You know, and, and Pastor um, Nate mentioned, I think it was last year, or maybe even the year before, when we did that whole um, series on on sound and vibration.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Remember that, and we saw on a video how certain sounds on a, oh, on yes. a flat surface make certain yes. um, bits of sand get together. Yeah. And remember that? Yep. Remove
1: the sand. And
2: I, I, I feel, forms. again, taking this example of like hammering on this slab, yeah. every time you speak, mm. you're putting energy or power into whatever mm. you're speaking out to or speaking against. It works both ways. Yeah, yeah. We we bind or we loose, you know. Yeah. We're creating or we're destroying, with the sound that we make. Mm. So this is why, you know, the the the, the speaking forth puts like a resonance inside, that you know immaterial thing yeah. until it materializes. It literally mm.
0: changes the, yeah, structure, the molecules, the that's, sound waves when introduced, and that's what, I mean, when I showed that video, that's what. I wanted the people to get the reality of their worship doing, you know, when it says no, his voice forms. shakes the his voice shakes the earth, you know, it's yeah. not it's not like a, a oh that's nice a pretty Disney picture that's the literal. No, it's not science. a formless
1: thing. It forms into yeah, something.
0: Yeah, you know, the heavens shake at the sound of his voice is literally like you know, so um, now let's move into the transition where we bring that around mm-hmm. and we tie this into what Doctor Robin has commissioned us to talk about to do with experience or lifestyle. Okay. Because you were saying that uh, if we live in those forms of faith in the sense of, you know, the repetition of vanity, which is not real faith, and the repetition of self-righteousness, that's really breaking it down to that's not relationship, that's an experience that comes and goes. And that's why we have to keep chasing it because it's a...
1: Well, if you get the wrong experience, yeah, dive the wrong into that. You actually, if you focus on that mm-hmm. that wrong experience, you will end up living there. Wow, well, yeah. you will live there. You know what I mean? And so we we need to see, as I was saying, we need to see what the cross is all about. Mm. Um, there is the cross, there's resurrection, and there's ascension, and we need to see that. Um, Uh, We don't stop at the cross, okay? Mm -hmm. There's a place beyond the cross, Mm -hmm. and then there's a place beyond that again. Yeah, Yeah. And so, therefore, we need to focus on that, Mm. you see? And if we focus on that going forward beyond the cross, what what did Christ give to us beyond the cross? Resurrection. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, ascension. And is that just for heaven or is that for us while we're on this earth? Mm. But you can't have that if it's a an experience. Mm,
4: Jesus. You
1: can't have that if it's just an experience. You need to live the crucified, resurrected and ascension life every day. Mm. So instead of just experiencing it for one day, do you understand? I
0: am. I'm getting the picture.
1: Yeah, not just for one day but to live in that Mm. every single day. The
0: lifestyle, yeah.
1: It's a lifestyle. And, you know, we were talking about the cocoon and we were saying, you know, the cocoon and uh, what's got to happen in that cocoon. Well, there's a purpose for that cocoon and a and the result of that cocoon is a lifestyle, a different lifestyle. Mm. And I, I heard the other day when the children were doing um, children's church, they are actually studying the butterfly and the cocoon yes, and yes. they were studying the moth and yeah. the larva and everything. And I think one of the processes is that uh, if correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it was that uh, while that lava in there, something gets totally consumed that that, they, that it comes out a butterfly mm. and so it eats up, mm. eats it all up so that that's what's in it now becomes something else.
4: Wow. wow. Do you wow. understand wow. what
1: I'm saying? And so, it's powerful. um I'd say the cocoon is all about the flesh being eaten
0: Cue your flesh-burning sound effect. It burns even more when you can't see the visual and you just have to listen to the crispiness. (laughs) Snap, crackle, pop. You know, Pastor Robin, too, um, you said something before that I think we didn't catch on and uh, maybe they didn't hear it because of all the technical difficulties. But you said experiences will always have you living and reaching for shortcuts. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. and not realities, because shortcuts, you can't live in shortcuts.
1: No, I can't live in one experience after another because oh. it's too involved in emotion. Experience oh. is way too involved in emotion.
0: That deserves two sound effects. It's true. And, it is. and bringing it back into the rele- the relevance of what we're in now. God is not bringing us out of this cocoon, this shutdown into a breakout for us to live and experience.
4: Yeah, yeah.
0: And so that's why we've got to really spend time with the Lord as we're in this cocoon until he's finished. Because if we come out, you know, I heard some preacher and it was a really good way that he said it. He he titled his sermon um, Back to Normal and he slashed it out. And he said, no, looking forward Mm. to normal. You're not going back to anything.
1: No. Because this is
0: a new world. This is a new lifestyle. This is a new whole thing.
1: Yeah, you can't come out the same as you went in. You cannot. Otherwise, the purpose of the process of the cocoon, even the flesh being eaten up is a waste of time. So this is the key, you see, and this is why as I was listening to pastor's message mm. and then the Lord challenging me on, what are you looking forward to when you, when this is over? Because um, I've got exciting things that I'm looking forward to, not um, going to a new place. Yep. and I really had to look at how deep it goes. Am I looking forward to propagating the kingdom of God in this new place? as a new person moving with new, uh, a new mandate.
0: Wow. Wow. So moving into our break for our listeners, uh, the question is stop thinking that you're going back to something and start seeing what you're looking forward to. That's new because that's the purpose of the cocoon. It's not to remind you about going back to something. Because if you go back to something, it's just going to be another experience. Mm. And you might end up like a pillar of salt, like Lot's wife. So that's where the looking back gets us, in that dead, stale, salty stage. And we don't get to look forward to what God is and who he is in this new season. You said the term was a new world.
1: I think we need to understand even a stronger and more sobering thought here. If we're still living... Inexperience, we're not gonna make it. Nice, I'm gonna be straight.
0: All right, I gotta stop you there because I know you want to give us more on that, but we've got to give them time to digest.
5: Drew that over.
0: So go find out are you looking back or are you looking forward? We'll be back.
5: Torque New York presents the official launch of Torque TV, a brand new way to watch Torque New York anytime anywhere get 24 7 access to unlimited shows classes seminars and more view your content on your favorite device commercial free access exclusive shows seminars and more and with new content added monthly you'll always have something fresh and inspiring and challenging to watch Even tune into our live classes from the School of Apostles and Prophets in NYC. Choose the subscription option that suits you. Sign up today by visiting TorquTV.org and click the Watch Now button. TorquTV. Equip. Inspire. Mature.
1: You're doing and it I love this time. It every time.
0: I'm not doing a jingle on this one. I'm waiting till the end. Letting it sink in.
1: I've, have we got it? Yep. I've reevaluated very much uh, what that scripture means. Mm. And so the kingdom of God. Is our mandate. Okay. The kingdom of God is what we need to seek first. He's saying also the kingdom of God has to be furthered. The kingdom of God has to be propagated. That's why we're on this earth. We're on this earth because we're called to grow the kingdom of God and to introduce people to his kingdom. So when we come out of this cocoon and we're this butterfly and we're flying and we come and we come to the altar and we get down on our knees and we, you know, go to the altar, don't forget, once you get up from the altar, it's still all about the kingdom of God.
0: All right, Dr. Robin, Pastor Tony, we have been talking in this portal so far about experience and lifestyle or lifestyle. Yeah. And what one are we living in? What do we
1: experience? And
0: you just said Mm. a very, very profound, strong statement. You said that even though we come out and we build an altar and we get on the altar, we have to remember that it's for his kingdom's sake. It's not for our own. So yeah. let's let's go into that because I know you were telling me yesterday as we were talking about this, we're not coming out of this shutdown. As I said in previous segments on this episode, we're not coming out of this shutdown to go back to something. You know, that whole statement of, oh, no, going no, no. back we're, to normal. We're looking no, forward. No, no,
1: no, no, we've got to go forward. Yeah,
0: no. and uh, it's never going to be the same way that it was.
1: No, no. This and we is, don't want that. This is all new. Yeah. How could we say that we're actually going back. Mm -hmm. Uh, Too much has happened. Way too much has happened for us to even contemplate going back. Mm. It's all about going forward. Yeah. It's got to be. And so even as I taught tonight, uh, the cross is uh, always um, pointing you to going forward Mm. and going beyond death to resurrection. So beyond the cross, Mm. there's always a resurrection life.
0: Wow. Come on, Lord Jesus. And for those listening, what we've done is actually very special. Uh, We did have some technical difficulties slash demons last night. (laughs) And so we had to stop our portal. We've never done that before where we've actually done it, stopped and then carried it on in the next day. So if you're listening to this, you're listening to it in one whole segment, episode, but there has been a break and in between that time, Dr. Robin has actually taught her Counsel by God class, resur- uh, Living in Resurrection Life. And that was mm. really powerful. We had that tonight. Mm. And so the end of this portal is going to be a bit, we're going to go for a little bit, bit longer because we're going to talk and we're going to keep on discussing this powerful yeah. truth. Yeah, But we're going to um, sort of tie in what she said from tonight's session into this portal, because it does tie in with experience or lifestyle. And uh, we're going to keep on going in the topic that we talked about in the previous segments of the repetition of faith, where we talked about those three steps, the repetition of vanity, the repetition of self-righteousness, the repetition of faith. We're also going to go in with what we talked about, Dr. Robin, where you talked about jumping in and out. Uh, you know, uh, experience is living in the bless me moments. Yeah. Lifestyle is living through the good and, the, and bad. the bad
1: ups and downs. Yeah.
0: And, um, there was a couple of little gems that I threw in there that look that last episode, even though it was just an hour and we got cut short. I mean, I listened back to it today. It was quite gem So, um, mm. I just want to bring everyone in again and just remind everyone that I'm sitting down with Dr. Robin Cassis. Hi guys. And pastor Tony Cassis. Hello. Not a big applause, sorry. The button wouldn't... It's all right. And Karen. And Karen Gasses.
4: Yay!
0: <laughs> Our junior prophetess on the panel tonight. And so we're continuing <laughs> the discussion. She
2: like that, no. uh, <laughs> that title. She squirmed a bit then.
0: <laughs> we're continuing the discussion and I am, of course, Pastor Nate hosting for Shania Anise. As we're in shutdown land, it is kind of hard because we can't have Shania here, but we do miss her. You miss her flavor, just a little.
1: We're but looking forward. To we are the looking future. forward
0: to having Shania's voice back the on portals. with that, yes. yes. But I'm happy because I get to host live portals, which is a different experience, and it's running like a spaceship here. I've got this computer, this computer, this iPad, and this. So,
1: wow! Lord Jesus, help me so do it. We brought her, we, you know, I mean, it's so much easier when we're at church, but it's like we've turned out. Lounge uh, um, hallway into uh, a church.
0: Yes, it, this is the case, and there's at boxes the everywhere because
1: we're getting ready to move. <gasps> so <laughs> it's exciting. It's fun, it's but
2: it was funny. Uh, Pastor Nate today at B and H. For those of you who are resident New Yorkers, you know what I'm talking about with B and H. The you know the um, the photo sort of the camera specialist, the audio visual specialist. There was two people in the shop.
0: Oh wow. And wow. if you've ever
2: been there on a uh, on yes. a mid, on a midweek afternoon, on a regular day, I mean, there's a thousand people in there. I reckon. Oh
1: yeah, it's really packed. It's a
2: buzzing, buzzing place, and uh, it was just so amazing to see no one there. Mm. Yeah.
0: Wow. I anyway. would I would imagine that that would be very daunting.
2: It was because um, you know I only had one section open, and I think it's called the uh, the the pickup. Yeah. online
0: yeah it was contactless pickup contactless yeah. pickup <laughs> i don't know how you was. could do that but they yeah ha-
2: they had the uh, the uh the pyroplex i think they call it here yep. perspex uh covers everywhere wow uh, it was really yeah high high um, preventative stuff
0: wow wow they're taking it serious it was which like is a good. bank
2: you know they had cubicles made out of perspex wow yeah so that nothing can you know yep get a little hole, little hole in the window where you'd show your id and that was it but
1: that, in its sense, is a good thing because, um, you know, that means that they can still continue. I was going to say, business. thank
0: God that they are open because we yeah. needed a piece of equipment. But and it also they means were the only ones that could provide it. You
1: know that this continue. isn't a plug for B and H, by the way. No, no, do that's sort of taking it serious and it can mean that we can keep having business, you know, and uh-huh. there's got to be ways around. Like I said, we're never going to return to what we were sure. because too much has affected us. Now, you know, coming back to our subject, mm-hmm. um, there is no way we could just experience Christianity anymore. Mm. No way.
0: Gem of the night.
1: Because... We have to keep recalling.
0: Oh, there's that word. You introing your teaching.
1: Yeah, recalling what has taken place, what what has caused us to be in shutdown, Mm. um, how it's affected us. You can't come out of that just having experiences anymore. You've got to come out of that with um, determined the only way to go is to go forward in a lifestyle.
0: Wow. Wow. Very good. And to tie it in with what we were talking about in the previous segments, um, I really took from your teaching tonight that, uh, I saw really the relationship between presumptuous faith and experience. Oh, okay. Because we were talking in the previous segments about presumptuous mm-hmm. faith and versus real faith. Yeah. You know, and, um, if you're living, like you said, now, would I be right to say this? If you're constantly focusing on dying,
1: oh, yes. does that
0: make you a candidate to live in presumptuous faith? Does well, it easily put you in a place to always move in presumptuous faith because you're never actually looking forward?
1: Um, <laughs> I don't know about presumptuous faith, but I do know. Does that tie
0: in with what we were saying? Yeah, it
1: can. Okay. But it more ties in with uh, not living at all, no. just dying. And, uh, you know, Paul's passion was not just to die uh. but to have Christ live in him and him live in Christ.
0: Wow. Wow.
1: That was it. He, he endured that. Like Jesus said, he endured the cross, you know, for the joy that was set before him. And Paul endured it that Christ might live in him, that he mm. might live in Christ.
0: Wow. Wow. Yeah, when you said that tonight, um, something really, really spoke out to me because you said, like, you know, otherwise we move into zombie Christianity. Yeah. And uh, yeah. it's funny you didn't say it, but I put up a little emoji on behalf of the talk chat of Spongebob Squarepants just, you know, moping around like, oh, like a robot. I'm a Christian and I love it. Like, you know, and that's what we enter into when we don't have anything except death on our minds. Yeah. You know, we're constantly, oh, I've got to die, I've got to die, I've got to die, I've got to die. I mean,
1: if you continually live in that space of being a, um, a zombie Christian zombie Christianity, or yeah. a religious person, there is nothing but death in that.
0: Wow. Wow.
1: So that's all tied up with, you know, living by these experiences and these feelings and these emotions. Yeah. Mm. Um, how could you live by these emotions with everything that's going on around us our emotions are going up and down mm. all around the place you know
0: yeah so there's no there's no leveling
1: no <laughs> my my confidence is in having a lifestyle in Christ
4: mm. Jesus in, in this
1: situation oh, I have a lifestyle in Christ I I couldn't do anything but come out of that, living this lifestyle (laughs) in Christ.
0: Wow. So what I'm going to do is, um, just so we can get back on track, um, if you hear a little bit of sound, just give me a second. I'm just going to fast forward to the last 20 minutes of where we were in the portal so I can, um, last night, so I can just bring us back in um, so that we can actually get back into diving into some deepness about what we were talking about because I can tell by the comments that were made through people and by people, hallelujah, that uh, we can actually see what we were talking, okay? So, um, hallelujah, bear with me one second, everybody. Okay. Reminding you, please, everything you say in oh, it's is being okay. I'm
1: just saying I've got to keep straight. Because I twist. Okay,
2: here Tell we the go.
0: audience what you tell Hi. You. Tell the audience. i
1: got to keep straight because I'll twist.
0: Okay, there we go.
1: That makes us real. We can actually yeah. talk to one another.
2: Real, relevant and relational. Yeah. Not real, relevant and relational. All right, here we go. Someone said last night, I can
0: feel the breeze of the wildfire of the flesh that is burning. Okay, that's great.
1: (laughs) Um, (laughs) Sure, it's not the lights. Is it it a breeze or a whirlwind?
0: (laughs) Wow. And um, give me one second. Yeah, I got a new saying tonight because we're talking about not dying. So I just wanted to create a, you know, a better, um, what's it called, focus. You know, we say my flesh is burning, Mm. but my spirit's bursting.
1: Ah. So I, I like just that.
0: wanna tag that. Yeah. Because we can't focus like on the flesh it, I burning. Like it. Oh my flesh, my flesh, my flesh. Like you know what I mean? I don't wanna sound like stupid, but yeah, like it's just even in that, like, oh yeah, my flesh is burning. No, now I gotta change my focus, like you said tonight. Yeah. Change the focus. Don't focus on being so, dead.
1: as a result of your spirit burning. You mean your flesh burning? Oh, your flesh burning. Yep. As a result of that, your spirit's released. His spirit's released. Mm. See? So, you are bursting with his spirit.
0: Praise God. Praise God. Mm. All right. Yeah, so we came you back. you want to
1: give me another Sorry. chip? Thank you.
2: That's good. I heard some background music then. Yeah, because I was just
0: playing the video just to get us back in. Okay, so we came off talking about the difference between uh, knowing and thinking Mm. to do with faith. And Dr. Robin mentioned resurrection was always a supernatural thing. It was never a – crucifixion was a natural thing.
1: Do you think we might think about this? Karen's getting very tired. Okay. And so uh, you want to do a jingle with her. Can you report – can you – Uh, Record it tomorrow
0: I can record it tomorrow, yes Or I can record at the end of this
1: Yeah, in case she falls asleep
0: Yeah, I don't have a jingle performed in me yet I have to hear what you've said
1: Okay You you okay there, sweetie? Because she's our special guest She is And what was your song that you sang?
0: Rattle Rattle By Elevation Worship
1: So what's Rattle's all about?
0: Why don't you come up and sing the chorus Just to remind people Give them hope Come on, you can come up
1: here She's got to get her words. You know the words. No, you know the Come words. Come on. No,
0: no, no. Come over here. You know the words. You
1: know the words.
0: They're just, in your heart.
1: Just sing the that'll, chorus. That'll
0: help you, sweetie.
1: Ready? To do it together. You like that song, We're don't given you? We're giving the
0: kids... That, look, my kids have been so good. They've been inside for nearly what?
1: Five weeks. Five weeks. Wow.
0: Lord. I don't know how they're doing it. And they're just they're just following the flow of the Spirit. Incredible. Okay. We're gonna sing the chorus. This is the sound of dry bones rattling. Ready? Nice into the mic. Sing it for the audience so they can nice hear your loud. beautiful prophetic voice. Let's hear it Wait, nice and loud. Put my headphones on so you can Ready? Go.
6: This is the sound of dry bones rattling. Ch- ah. This is the praise make a dead man walk again. Dun, dun. Open the grave, I'm coming out. I'm gonna live, gonna live again. This, this is the sound the of dry bones, dry bones running in. And
0: what did God say? Um. God said,
6: Live, 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 live. Dry bones to the word of the Lord. Live, 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 live. 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 Dry bones to the word of the Lord. Live live Dry bones to the water of the Lord Live 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 Dry bones in the Word of the Lord Live Live Dry bones to the Word of the Lord Live Live, live, live. Dry bones to the water of, of, of the Lord.
0: Very good.
6: Very good.
0: And what was the other part that you sing? And the bones began to to rattle,
6: rattle, rattle. rattle. And the bones began to rattle, rattle,
0: rattle, rattle. Very good. So I want
1: to ask you a question. Just quickly, I'm going to. What do you think it means about the bones begin to rattle? What do you think is coming forward? Resurrection? Um, the resurrection life of Jesus? So say, say that nice and clear.
6: Yes. Say What's coming it. forward? Um,
1: the, uh,
6: the resurrection.
1: Life of Jesus in us.
6: Resurrection life of Jesus?
1: In us. Wow. And I think it's appropriate.
0: Powerful stuff. Powerful stuff. All right, my beautiful. Go sit back down over there. It's funny because that song came out when you were talking about resurrection and it seems to be the theme that the Holy Spirit wants, you know, to impart to his people.
1: I think when she was singing that just then, Mm -hmm. that question came to me, you know, like the first part of this has all been death to self, Yep. you know, but like we said, beyond that cross, there's more process that we need to go through, Mm. and that process has a different sound to it, Mm -hmm. and... Those dry bones are beginning to rattle. Mm. And what are they rattling? It's through that resurrection life Mm. that needs to come forward. So we cannot just stay dead. We need to come alive.
0: Yeah, and going into the break, I just want to remind people, when you stay dead, that's when you will live in experience. Yeah. That's when you'll chase experience because you will have no life.
1: I think that this
0: and so you'll have to chase experience after experience to try and feel
1: alive yeah. i I think that that song was so appropriate to be written at that time right mm-hmm. now because it's a prophetic utterance from the Lord. It's like those dry bones, you know they need to rattle, mm-hmm. and as they rattle, they'll begin to to uh process resurrection life coming forward.
0: Wow powerful stuff! Wow. We've gone for 18 minutes already. Lord Jesus. All right. We're going to take a break. And then when we come back, we're going to continue this discussion of resurrection life and how it enters us into lifestyle and out of experience. And uh, we'll see you again shortly as you listen to these ads. Be encouraged, get involved, get connected. Hello again, everybody. Pastor Nate here and with a special important update regarding Dipping Night and how we're uh, going to be conducting Dipping Night in this crazy time. So we are not stopping Dipping Night. Pastor Robin has given us the go-ahead. And so Dipping Night will now be moving completely online. So we are going to be opening registrations this week. We're going to be having our prophetic groups, our prophetic art, and our prophetic leadership groups all operating via our Zoom online virtual web conferencing So we are excited. This is going to be a new venture for us. So if you want to have more information, please go to dippingnight.talknyc.org or you can uh, visit our Facebook page and see social posts that will be posted shortly about it. And uh, we are requiring everyone to RSVP ahead of time so that we can just manage, you know, the um, people coming in. But yeah, we encourage you to join us because God is speaking in this time. There's not a shortage of the word of the Lord. He's speaking and we want to hear what he's saying. So go to dippingnight.talknyc.org and find out how to register now. Thank you. Welcome back. We are having an extra time with Portals Podcast tonight because we are having a special bonus episode where we go beyond the usual hour or 10 minutes and we give you some bonus content. So, we've got some extra segments with Dr. Robin and Pastor Tony. And we just had a question and answer time with our online Facebook Live audience. And one of the questions that was asked was what does healthy communication with talking with God and brethren look like? But that does not suppress emotions that may come up. And Dr. Robin blew us out of the water with the most amazing yet clarifying answer that I think I've heard on this subject about processing with the Lord, not sh- shutting down what you're feeling, but also, uh, you know, staying in the sovereignty of God. So bring up, Pastor, what you just said in the break about the perspective.
3: Oh,
1: I, it's... um. I was saying. I've got my gem button ready. uh, I think I just need to be reminded we say so much about perspective. You said if
0: you've got God's perspective. Yeah. When you look at your brethren. Yeah. And look at him, that will always bring right communication.
1: Yeah. yeah. And then
0: you said about God can handle your perspective because of the shoulders. Can
1: you handle his? And I wanted to add to that because his perspective is the full truth. Mm. Our perspective sometimes is a lot of facts.
0: Jesus, my lord.
1: You know, and that—that's something we need to get a hold of. Yes. We really do, because we don't. Our perspective is not always involved in the truth. It's facts and wow. what we see and what we hear, but His perspective is what's really going on.
0: Wow. <laughs> and you said something that I think everyone needs to hear. You said, because Pastor Tony, you were talking about David and how he vented before the Lord,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but there was always that Selah moment.
1: Yeah, that's what I said, the three parts yeah. of, the, um, of uh, the book of Psalms. Every time I read it, I can see it.
0: Yeah. And so, Pastor Tony... You said that God will allow you to vent to Him because His shoulders are big enough to handle it. Just uh, yes. for our listening audience, just go over that quickly because um, I think that's very important for people to. Well, understand. Well,
2: many times, that. especially when we're disappointed in God or disappointed in someone that's close to us, we we you know we have all this pent up emotion, uh-huh. and you know prayer prayer time is a good place to you know vent to the Lord, like like King David did. Mm. There were times when he felt abandoned, betrayed, you know. He was an outlaw for like 13 years. Mm-hmm. He had people wanting him dead. You know, that's a lot of uh, pressure on one person. Who did, who did Dave have to vent to? He couldn't do it to his men. Mm. No, he went to God. They had the same problems, you know. And, and who so, did Jesus
0: have? We, we asked that question. He went to yeah, his father. Yeah, he didn't father. go to his disciples. Nope. No. But you said he tried. Like, just bring that out.
2: Jesus... At Gethsemane, because pastor oh, yes. brought up sleeping. Gethsemane. Yes. We're going to go into that now. Jesus at Gethsemane said to Peter, James, and John, the ones who he was closest to, um, stay here and watch and pray lest mm. you enter into temptation. And and, then, and it's not so much him asking that. When he returned, the heart of a friend really came forward. He said, he said are you sleeping? Could you not watch with me? In other words, mm. this is... This was personal to Jesus. I, yeah. I thought you cared enough that you would stay awake and, and pray me through this. Wow. And yeah. they were snoozing. Three times this happened. He was yeah. really disappointed in him at that stage.
1: And wow. I think that really brings another truth, and that is a, a real Gethsemane experience has to be alone.
0: Thank you. This is what, okay, look, this yeah, is what yeah. I wanted to get into. Hit that one, please. Stevie. And you said tonight. And I want—I didn't—I—I I was going to put it on the chat window, but I was keeping it for portals. Okay. Because you talked about we're too busy looking at what everybody else is asked of God, and not looking at what God Your is. Your Gethsemane us.
1: is nothing to do with others; it's to do with you. you.
0: So maybe, again, putting on contributor mode. Maybe we need to eject ourselves from our friends' Gethsemanes, and then we will start to hear God. Yeah. Because a lot of us are going to our friends' Gethsemanes to try and change things, and we're not going to our own. That's what the Lord said to me tonight when you were talking about Gethsemane. He said, uh, uh, and you you actually said, you said, stop focusing on what God is asking of others and start focusing on what God is asking of you. because
1: only what He's asking of you will bring your miracle.
0: Jesus.
1: Asking of others will not bring your miracle.
0: My Lord Jesus. It's
1: not going to bring your miracle. You want to uh, come to a place mm. where something is really um, major decisions. And so, therefore, you're going to get to the place in that Gethsemane, Gethsemane experience. Mm-hmm. You're going to get there to that place and and it's going to consist of, not my will, but thine be done. Now, how can you make that statement mm. if you're looking at others? Wow. It's got to be about you and God. Wow. And it's got to be about a life that's coming forth that you need to recall and remember. Mm. Hey, this is not me. This is Jesus. He's that resurrection life in me. He went through this so that I can come through this. Jeez. I Again, I'm going to say this one statement. Mm-hmm. When we make it about us and we think it's all about us and we lose perspective on what this story is all about, this good news, we're constantly... Going to be veering off the wrong way. Wow. So, seek ye first the kingdom of God, mm. and everything else you need will It'll be, be added. added unto you. Not always just physical things, but spiritual things.
2: Mm. Wow. You know, um, the whole, the, you know, I know in Catholicism they say the stations at the cross, but I believe there's steps. To Gethsemane, mm. right? And Pastor touched on it again in her teaching tonight. Mm. You know, when Jesus was approaching Jerusalem, he stopped off at Bethany. Yeah, he had dinner at the the Martha's house. Yeah, right. Yep. yep. He he gets greeted as you know the the king on the on the donkey yep. Palm Sunday. Yep. Anyway, but he ends up with the twelve at the Last Supper. So mm. we go from hundreds of people to the twelve. 12 and he takes the 12 to the garden, and then he separates from 9 or 11. Oh, I 11. feel the eleven. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. He separates 3 from the 11. Now we've gone from 100 to 11 or to 12 to 11 because 1 betrayed him yep. to 3. Oh. Ah. Now the deepest part of the garden. Get into this. God will not allow except 1.
4: Oh. Yeah.
2: The 1 he's asking to do his will. Yeah. And I've been there. You can say to God, but what about so-and-so? Why aren't you asking them ah, to do Jesus. this and them to do this death? The death is solely and wholly personal. You won't even have your good friends. Ooh! No, it's
1: got to be. They can't uh, go
2: to, to that place with you. Portals it's got has to gone be, to another level with it's this It's got
1: one. to be a, an alone time. <sighs> it definitely has. And that whole process
0: of Gethsemane, to uh, the lead-up is to – Remove you from the crowd, remove you from the influences. We see that, you know, from the hundreds, you know, to the few, then to the 12, then to the three. Remove you from your best friends, remove you from every source you're relying on except
1: the Father. You and God. Wow.
2: And it's it's like that, and I know it's a sensitive subject now, Pastor, but it's like that when you die. Yeah. Yeah. You die with only you and your Father. You, yeah. Your wife could be there, your husband could be there, your best friends could be there, but they're not, they're not, you know, they're not, they're not going through what's that. what's going on in you. From the natural to the spiritual world with you. Mm. Yeah. Only God can take you on. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, mm. you are with me. Yeah. Mm. You can't take, you know, the old saying, you know, you're coming to the world, you know, alone, yeah. you're going to leave the world alone. Yeah. Right, you know, and so... Um, and I don't mean not having people around you, but they can't go with you on that journey. You leave yeah. you know, the world by yourself physically. Mm. God is with you, mm. but that's a little bit of the unknown that scares people. Yeah. And you know? I think
0: a powerful powerful part of that scripture that we don't even realize when we say it and we quote it and you know, we name it and grab it, slap it, whatever, is that that psalm, though I walked through the valley of the shadow In order for there to be a shadow, there has to be light. He didn't say, though, I walk through the valley of the blackout of death. There has to be light. Mm. So even in the shadow, there has to be light. Even though there's a shadow there, light is there still present. And that's what you're saying. You're saying, you know, the Father is there all along. He does not leave you nor forsake you. And even in that moment of Gethsemane where the pressing and the pushing and like you talked tonight about that renting yourself in prayer to see Mm. that transformation takes place, he wants no one there in that moment except you and him.
1: Well, that's where the...
0: That that, that is a lifestyle.
1: And here's the key. Yeah, give yourself one. The key is that Gethsemane experience Mm. is actually where the victory is won.
0: Yeah, you said that tonight. Oh, Jesus.
1: And... Um, Calvary was where it was manifest. Woo! Sorry, I just got it. Keep going. Hit that one. Yeah,
0: I'm, I'm getting ready.
1: But Gethsemane is where it was won. And then it was manifested in action at Calvary.
0: Okay. Did you catch that? Gethsemane was where it was won. Calvary was where it was manifested. Yep. And the resurrection was where it was activated.
1: Yes. Lord Jesus. And there's where the battle was won. And that's, what's the battle? The battle was, not my will, but thine be done. You know, Mm. there it is. Yeah. No one else can be involved in that battle. No one.
0: I'm telling you, no one. We have got to remove ourselves from other people's Gethsemanes because we're interfering with the Lord, and we've got to run to our own. Because you said tonight, don't run from it, run to it. And yeah. I believe that part of the, and I'm speaking to myself here. I believe the Lord showed me part of the problem is we're too busy trying to get into other people's other people's Gethsemanes and be a part of their breaking and remolding. Yeah. And we are not focusing on our own.
1: And I think also, if you are going to hit that no, one. No, again, no, no. Because you're going to finish it off. I, I, I believe very strongly that where the battle is won, because mm. that's where the battle was won with Jesus' flesh. That's why he said, not my will, but thine be done. Because he sweated blood because mm. That was a big thing, a big ask.
0: Oh, my Lord, yeah. That
1: experience that was coming forth at the cross. But his battle was won. It was won. It was won. You know? Wow. He was ready. He was ready not only for the cross but for resurrection and taking off the restriction of his body. Wow. And making him fully... Fully in full manifestation of being the Son of God. Wow!
0: I know we've opened up something here because Pastor Tony's pulled out his Bible, so let's go no, there.
2: I was going to just bring out, like, you know, especially with the JDS stuff ah, that's going ugh. around. Lord,
1: just please forgive me. The us. thing
2: that I feel the Lord agonized over mm-hmm. was, like, like you brought out tonight, he had humanity that yes, he had to set but also. This is the only time in his entire life that the father is not going to intervene. Now, contrary to a lot of teaching out there, dive into this. The father never left him.
0: No, ever. Dive into this because I actually had someone very, very who's well established in faith ask me the the real the real like how okay yeah I've heard it about the JDS and I know he was never you know forsaken but I really don't understand it because why did he quote? Why have you forsaken me? Like you know. Mm-hmm. So
2: let's 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 unpack this a bit. As a witness, well, you know, Jesus here in John sixteen, he says, "Indeed, the hour is coming." Yes, has now come, verse thirty two, mm. that you will be scattered, talking about the disciples, the apostles, okay. each to his own. Yep. yep. And will leave me alone, mm. right? Yeah.
1: Yes, I mean. And
2: yet, I am not alone because the Father is with me. Mm. And,
1: and right, and scattered means.
2: They ran off.
1: Paul, uh, Peter turned around and said, okay, I'm just going to go fishing. That's no, he my- was also
2: talking about when they came to arrest him, yeah. they all ran off. They yeah, all- but
1: even, even then, Peter turned around and said, okay, it's up. I'm going fishing. You know what I mean? I know how yeah, to do he that. He returned to what he knew. He returned to what he knew. He thought he returned to what he knew, mm. but he couldn't. He went back. He didn't go forward. He couldn't. Oh. But the point he had was, to go
2: forward. The Lord said, "My father is with me." There it is. Right? Yeah. So, but his father was with him, but his father wasn't going to intervene. Yes, I've heard so you say this before. So now, whatever the good. whatever the Pharisees were going to do to him, he wasn't going to cut in. Mm. Whatever the Romans were going to do to him, he wasn't going to cut in. Mm. Right. Mm. So he gets on the cross and he quotes. Psalm 22.
0: Correct.
2: My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? David wrote that psalm. Yep. And then that whole psalm depicts the crucifixion. Yeah. You know, my bones are all out of joint, but none of them are broken. Yep. They gave me gall to drink. Yep. Yep. They have pierced my hands and my feet. Yep. Lots for my
3: clothing. Take lots
2: for my clothing. But right at the very end of that psalm, David says he hasn't forsaken the cries of the you know the Oppressed. afflicted yep, yep, one yep, yep. nor has he turned his face, face. from him yeah so that so to we're to told right there that the father is watching and really pleased with the uh, the amount of obedience that his son is so going so when through. he's quoting
1: wow. that that's got to be a witness
2: he's, but he's, yeah you he's said he's basically tonight, saying every, oh, I'm fulfilling
1: this son. Yes.
0: every page of scripture was for him to be on it jesus to fulfill yes. hmm. And you said another thing that you said that we're going to get into. To be a witness. He doesn't undo the law. He outdoes it. Yes. And this is what he was doing. And I want to bring out something too that's very important so people can understand. When he was sweating blood, he wasn't sweating blood because of the pressure that was coming upon him of, of feeling the weight of sin. No. He was sweating blood because you said this in one of your other sermons. This was the first time in history that he was going to be in the hands of men yes, and his father was not going to intervene. He was not scared of being, you know, of I'm sweating blood because I'm scared my father's going to leave me. This was a a realization. Now I'm no longer in the hands of my father. I would rather be, like David said, I'd rather be in the hands of God than in the hands, you know what I'm saying, of men. And so he basically quoted that same thing. He's saying, Lord, I'd rather be in your hands than in the hands of men because when I'm in the hands of men, there's no stopping. What they'll do. Yeah, because that's a
1: scary thing. Yeah. So I I believe that that's
0: what was really weighing upon him, that he would be in the hands of men and his father was not going to intervene because if his father intervened, he would be breaking his own law.
1: Yeah.
2: You know? Could you imagine how the father would have been, I won't say tempted, Mm. but he's God Almighty, the creator of all the universe, Mm. having to pull himself back. Come on, say this. You know, when you, especially when in the light of seeing the passion of the Christ, yes. what, I
1: couldn't imagine what it. they
2: what they did. No father would be able to hold back. No, and mm. that's
1: where I'd like to come. That's in the and love say, of God I, for us. I could not imagine that. No, I couldn't do it in our earthly sense. I, I just, you know, um, you know, my children, my grandchildren. You know, I could not imagine that. I just could not. Um, I know the scripture says in it, it, it pleased him to bruise Jesus for our sake. Yeah. And, and so, wow, um, this is a reality we need to get, mm. you know, this um, resurrection life, uh, dying to self, being crucified, that we might be resurrected like him mm. uh, in his life. Uh, this is, this, we can't live this as an experience you have to live it as a lifestyle. Mm. You can't live an experience of crucifixion and resurrection. You have to live the lifestyle of crucifixion Lord, and Jesus. resurrection.
5: Then mm. you can have
2: ascension. Oh, my Lord. We've got to go into a break because we're… Like, lear- just go before it. we do, go for I'm it. learning this gradually, and I know it takes a long time for some of us, but, you know, when Paul said… Um, you know, the life that I live in the body, I live in through faith in the, the son, son of, of God, God who loved me and gave himself, himself for me. That love is what motivated Paul. Mm. He couldn't get over that love.
1: And that and love. And that's the
2: love of the father and the son. Yeah. The yeah. father holding back, the son giving it all, all yeah. that he's got. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what mo, and and saints. Here we go again. Love is the motivator for all that we are supposed to do. If we don't grasp that, you will live remember, an experience. <laughs> you'll and live so, an
1: experience. So, with that coming back to lifestyle, and experience, uh, lifestyle is a continual experience of love. Amen.
0: My Jesus is. The Christ that was powerful wow all right when we come back we wrap up this portal it's been a long powerful one
1: is there any more questions
0: and we're going to take some more questions with our live studio audience on facebook if you are listening and you would like to uh ask some questions next time we're on facebook live with portals live get on ask some questions get some answers because this yeah. is powerful stuff wow if you didn't get that the last statement that dr robin just said is You'll know it's a lifestyle because you'll always be experienced and motivated by love.
6: I
4: God will
3: hear
1: you with your portals. God will hear you with your
0: portals. God will hear you with your portals. Portals, portals, portals. portals. Whoa. <laughs> okay. Where do we blow your minds? Pastor Tony. You with us? Don't move the car. Come on, barely.
1: Killing the flesh releases the spirit. Make a
0: decision, Pastor Tony, make a decision and the rest will just be the process. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) If you were just coming back with us, uh, we had a mind blowing sub portal where we asked. And sorry, where we answered questions that were online in our Facebook online portal. And, uh, some of the questions that were asked just going over, so you don't miss out were, um, wow, Uh, how do we know when we are carrying our families too heavy, meaning we carry their Gethsemane experiences too heavy? And uh, I think Pastor Robin answered it with a brilliant statement. Pastor Tony answered it by saying in a previous segment that Jesus went through the stations towards Gethsemane, started with 100, moved to 30, moved to 12, moved to 3, ended up just alone with him and his father at 1. And you summed it up by saying and i want everyone online to hear this because this is a powerful truth please repeat it you said it starts can god trust us with what you said can god trust us with his His perspective no with his family
1: oh with his family yes
0: then you said um can god trust no there was three
1: it's Can, I started off by using it as a physical, Uh um, sorry,
0: you said, uh, let me, I want to just make sure I get it. You said, can we trust God
1: with with our our family? family? Yes.
0: Then it transitions into, can God trust us with With his his family?" family? And then the end is, can God trust us with our family? Yes. Wow. Wow. Oh, I kept portals going. Sorry. I have to gem that. So quickly, Dr. Robin, explain to our listening audience what that is and um, what that means. Because we were answering the question of one of our listeners that asked, how do I know spiritually, like give me a barometer of how I know when I'm carrying my family or a person or someone too heavy in prayer?
1: Well, I think when you're carrying them too much in prayer, As I told you, you shouldn't be carrying this burden. Um, he's wanting you to carry a lighter burden,
4: mm.
1: his yoke, you know. Mm-hmm. It's light, it's easy if you let him carry the heavy burden. But how do you know? I, I just hear that you, you're focusing too much on you, mm. way too much on you and what you should be doing and what you could be doing or what you are doing, you know. You know, I I mentioned it tonight. I think uh, I was sitting with Mark Bukla and Mm -hmm. I made that statement, can you handle this for me, Lord?
4: Yeah. Very, very, very powerful.
1: That's just knowing that you can't Mm. handle it.
0: Mm. Mm, Wow.
1: And I think that's the key.
0: Mm, Wow. That is the key. And then another question that, uh, got asked, which is very, very true is, um, are there emotions in agape love? Does God have, um, emotions in his love? How would you describe God's love? And, uh, we talked very powerfully again. Uh, emotion is a response to a belief and, uh, you know, emotion comes as a result of believing something. And when you believe that you produce an emotion and then that produces a response and an action.
1: And so Yeah, but God is love.
0: There it is, yep.
1: He's love is tied up with God, who he is. Mm. Um our emotions are not tied up with who we are because we change them every single day.
0: Wow. I'll just let that (laughs) (laughs) playthrough.
1: Please, release the spirit. I need a spirit bursting sound burning. effect. I
0: only have a flesh burning. I need
2: a spirit bursting. Yeah, a- but we agape, have to release
1: that spirit.
2: From what I understand, agape is a decision uh-huh. yes. and then the emotions follow that decision.
0: There it is. It's, it's a it's belief. All, yeah. It's
1: all tied up with who we is.
0: Again, it comes back to the enemy it's is so scared of up. our decisions. When we truly decide to love the way that God loves, let his love, I'll, I'll rephrase, when we truly decide to let God's love flow through us, because he is love, that's mm-hmm. true agape love.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Who Man, he is. It's powerful. The enemy is scared. Scared. He is scared of that. So
1: it's all about who he is.
2: You need to have a grasp of agape before you get married, gee, hey? Um,
1: <laughs> Oops. That's enough. We don't uh, have to G. go. Because hey asked it. that
2: deep question. Yes. Cuz there's going to be days when you ain't gonna feel it.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Pastor Robin's
1: tapping him. I can see it.
0: She's I'm saying no. Telling nope. him that's nope.
1: enough. <laughs> Dangerous territory. Keep sometimes it a little uh, you know.
2: We don't want to go too personal subjects.
0: It's all right. Jihei so knows we love her.
2: It's is is it different on the portals as it is on life? No, it's the same. Right. So the same so do we And
0: sometimes you go a little bit unfiltered and we just got to right, you back in. Right. It's all right. It's good. That right. means it's live and raw.
2: Who?
0: <laughs> I'm right. still blown away by that. The who. Yeah, yeah
1: the
2: Hang who. On. Everyone's listening. The,
0: the that wasn't right. him. That was me. You were
2: mentioning names before. Yeah, the who. Because yeah.
0: everyone's listening to who the who. Who are you? Yeah, but we're not listening to the real who. Correct. All right. Look, we've done a really, really great portal here. And we've really unpacked some spiritually, you know, um, Hidden things that now are not hidden, they've yeah. become revelation to us and now the secrets are in our hands.
1: So we now come to the place where the charge is. The prophetic charge. It's got to be uh, through what we're experiencing now. We can't live in experience anymore. We have to determine that it needs to be a lifestyle. If you are living a Christian life, make it your lifestyle, not coming in and visiting, Mm. not just having a visitation, but letting Christ truly inhabit you. So the lifestyle that you live is his lifestyle through you.
0: My Lord Jesus wow this has been an amazing portal everyone this has been a mind-blowing session and series because it's really really talking and focusing on what the holy spirit is focusing on and that is like Karen, saying it live yeah stop focusing on death stop being christian sadio and getting pleasure out of pain and start getting pleasure out of resurrection life
1: and allow those bones to rattle because new life is coming into you, resurrection life and newness of life that will bring to life, bring it to life, mm. his life my Lord Jesus. moving through you.
0: So we know we've taken some extra time today. You know, this has been it's a longer been episode, good. but this has been a really good one. I think it's important. And uh, we are believing for April twenty fourth to be a changeover. Uh, we are believing for that date to be significant. significant, not in a dark way, but in, in a good way. Because I know the so
1: significance of it. So I'll be looking for the way. significant things that are happening. Yes. And I'm not telling God what's significant. Oh
0: Jesus. But I'm looking
1: for Him to tell me. Yeah.
0: And so. I want to just remind everyone there are significant things that happen in those dates in the dark areas, Mm
1: -hmm. not good things.
0: And, uh, the enemy is always a counterfeit. And so you can find out yourself, go find out, you know, um, but we know that the Lord wants us to focus on living and not death. Yes. You know, death to bring life, to bring ascension, to bring inhabitation, to bring transformation to birth. Yeah, exactly. So pastor Tony, you ready to go around the world? We need like a little jingle for prophetic friends. I don't have one yet. Like prophetic friends, say that. Okay, maybe Karen can help me make one. All right, where are we going, Pastor Tony?
2: Cameroon, Cameroon, Cameroon. Wow, it's West Africa. Okay, yeah, yeah. The Lord is. The Lord says, "Um, my spirit amongst the uh, businessmen and women of Cameroon who are believers, my spirit is going to find a way for you to be able to." You know, navigate through the restriction and through all of the, you know, the negativity that surrounds you. As you come together in prayer and seek me, I'll begin to open doors where you can continue in conducting business. And the Lord says, I cherish your times together. Uh, these times are full of faith and not of fear, so continue to seek me, says the Lord. I want to pour out a blessing in the midst of this restriction. Wow. wow.
1: That's good. I think everybody would like that one.
2: Yeah. Everyone. Very, very, very. Especially
1: the business people.
0: Very powerful.
2: I saw a tower. Okay. I don't know what the, the capital of Cameroon is, but I saw like a like a bell tower or a church tower in the middle of, of wherever the square of that city is. And um, it was a significant testimony to Christianity there. I'm not sure if it's a church steeple or a government building, but it's central. It's central to this city. And I sense that there's prayer going up in that area a lot. And Cameroon's history isn't all pretty. You know what I mean? They've had a lot Mm. of hardship. Mm. So, um, yeah, we just speak God's grace on the capital of Cameroon. Wow. Wow. Amen.
0: Amen. What about you? Well, I haven't prophesied in a bit. But I do, um, I did have a word forming in me today. Um, as I was listening to you, uh, preach Dr. Robin and the word was for, um, New Yorkers in particular. Oh, wow. Because I really believe that the Lord is, uh, using New York, not as a example to teach a lesson, but really as an example to show how there can be graves turned into gardens. You know, ah. and um, so my word for New, for New Yorkers listening is: the Lord says, "My children, um, don't let the enemy uh, speak to you and say that I'm t- I'm using you as the scapegoat, or I'm using you as the uh, you know the whiteboard tool to teach the rest of the world." No, says the Lord, that I've given New York a special authoritative, authoritative legislative power, and so um, this change that's going to take place. It's going to take place in New York first, because uh, it is, that is the heart of the world. And the Lord says before any life can come back to the veins and to the blood flow, yeah, that's what I the heard. heart has to pump again. Yeah. And so that is the word of the Lord. So speak that into the atmosphere. Speak that the heart will pump again, and then the rest of the body will flow. And for those just that are listening from other countries, I feel the Lord wants them to take on a burden to speak that New York will pump again because there's a power when the heart pumps.
1: Yeah. I think that's going along Mm. with my word and it's again. It's, uh, you know, uh, we have little pockets of different states that uh, have been given this choice that when they're going to open up Mm. and uh, they will affect, they will affect um, their own. But the day that New York opens up, I really know the Lord wants you to know. Then the world will open up. Jesus.
0: That was a real clap. Wow. Yeah. Real claps. Real claps. And that's and I want everyone to know there is an order. God has an order. There's certain states that are called and from the moment of New York's inception, it's been called as a government empire legislative state. Yeah. You know, and there's yeah. a, and even, um, James it
1: affects everyone, everything in
0: the world. Yeah. And James Nesbitt, the prophetic artist, he has an amazing picture of the angel of New York that sits over the governing angel of New York and the flag. He has the, the depiction of the American flag flowing over the state of New York. And then the tussles of the, of the outside of the flag and all the other parts touch the other states, but it, it, it's like a flow that starts at the, at the top, like mm-hmm. Aaron's beard and down, flows down. down Aaron's and, beard, you right know, to the floor. And I really believe that it's all a part of the gospel is going west, you know, and it's got a touch. And so funny enough, New York and the East coast has experienced miniature revivals. Yeah. But they have not experienced the revivals of the West Coast or the South. And I really believe that in these end days, God is going to use New York to bring a different type of revival. Because New Yorkers don't want, you know, stadium revivals. That model has gone. It's <laughs> well a revival truly. of the heart. It's a revival of the underground. We even sing it in Man of War, a sound coming from the underground. And I really believe that that's why New York is so important. So it's not that God is making New York the be all and end all for people listening, but there is a power there is. on this uh, state and this part of the world mm-hmm. to legislate, key word that we've been using, a change in the atmosphere. Would you agree? Amen.
1: Definitely. And so New York, um, it, it's the epic center. It's, yes. It's the heartbeat of the world. And, uh, you know, you could uh, be involved and you could influence different countries, but New York influences every country. Wow. And that's what God's made it. Wow. You know, that's what he's made it that way. And so, you know, let's pray. Let's pray because the enemy wanted to hit it mm. harder than any th- anyone else. Yeah, you know? mm-hmm.
0: but what we've, learnt, what we've learned, what we've learned tonight, Doctor Robin, is when New York makes the decision, the enemy will be on the run.
1: Yes, and it comes down to who's watching over New York. Come on.
0: Well, this has been a mind-blowing. Is not even the right, you know term or adjective to use, I can't, there's no dictionary word to use. It's literally been straight from heaven, what we've heard tonight, because uh, it's going to be truth that people can really live and not just experience. Yeah. They're going to listen back to it and they're going to live it because they're going to make the decision and that decision is going to carry through the process.
1: So it comes down to, we've done two portals. We've done one that's, uh, you know, uh, live portals yep. and uh, that's great. You know, we've got to sit down to watch that. Mm-hmm. But when you're walking around.
0: Yeah, your you're encouraging everyone, listen.
1: Put on podcast. the podcast mm. Yeah, and let it go in your ear. Yes. So sometimes you need to see it. Mm. Other times you need to hear it. But the opportunity to have both we've given you.
0: Mm. So a couple of things to take away as we leave this portal prophetically that have taken place. The Lord has not moved us out of the season of why, but he's added the who. Yeah. So you need to make sure that you note that when you're praying and you're, you know, believing and you're moving in your, your legislative authority, whether it's here or in New York city, the season is coming in that we're coming into is now a season as well as the why of the who. So yeah. that's very important. Another thing to remember, key points, because I w- there's been so much. Is the Gethsemane process. I think that is so powerful. It's a barometer. Are you at the hundred? Are you at the 30? Are you at the 12, the three, or are you at the one? And if you go back and look, you'll be able to make an, I don't want to say assumption, but make a spiritually based decision of where you are in that process.
1: It's a barometer of where you
0: are. Another barometer that came out tonight is. Can God trust you with your family? Are you at that stage? Is God trusting you with his family? Are you at that stage? Or Or is he trusting you? you? Can you
1: trust him with your family?
0: Or is he trusting you with your family?
1: Yeah, it's all about trust here. So it begins with you being limited through time, distance. You come to a place that you can't be there in five minutes. Mm. So it comes down to you saying, Lord, I need to trust you. Can I trust you with my family? And then he'll turn around and say, well, can I trust you with my family?
0: Wow. And last but not least, I think the most important thing we've discovered tonight in the Spirit is the battle is won in Gethsemane. The process is the cross, the crucifixion, and... The result, the activation, is the resurrection.
1: And let me finish with this: once you say those statements, you can turn it round and say, "I can trust you with my fam, with your family."
0: So all that's left to do is add a jingle, and I don't have one because I've got to go listen back to this and get you one. So listen to the portals podcast and hear the prophetic jingle process at the end with my beautiful daughter, Karen, me and her will be doing it together. God bless you. Have a great night.
1: See you. Go all back, bugle.
0: listen over and over. We've loved answering your questions. We love being with you. Catch Dr. Robin next week. Okay. at, at Council by God next week. Uh, look at our Facebook, social media for the times and, um, all the information of when we're going live. The last one. Uh, Seeing God in everything. And then if you are in our connect groups tomorrow night, you've got a lot to portal on. You've got a lot to discuss on Mm. this portal because what a smorgasbord the Holy Spirit has downloaded to us. We love you, everyone. Have a great night. Looking forward
1: to seeing you face to face. Mention words. Get so many.
0: All right guys, here's your prophetic process jingle. Now this is a big one, had to use the whole song because of the amazingness of this portal. Get your notebooks out if you think you heard him it's faith by presumption cause real faith comes by knowing not living in assumption experienced a lifestyle a step that must take place cause reliving the same moment keeps you in an endless chase to live is to die but that's not where the story's through because the place called Calvary, it has to take you through to resurrection life dead to you alive in Christ but it starts in Gethsemane the place where you are empty. Of all the crowds and numbers, your besties and your brothers, only father, spirit, son is where your battles won. Once you've made the decision, his will, no matter the cost, you'll begin the process called, take up your cross. Of this Satan is hissing a heinous transmission. Take back your godly choice, or I'll turn your life to prison. So enforce your legislation, begin a god invasion, cause the answer to this process can't Found through man's equations It's hard to believe God would not intervene So that I could be welcomed Back to the family Jesus Christ can be seen On every script, scroll and ream He doesn't undo the law No, he outdoes it all You can trust him with your perspective Because he knows your frame But the real question to ask Is can he do the same? We started with the why But he has added who it's not the who you're thinking that'll drive you cuckoo Wrong focus, wrong approach, the wrong pitches, the wrong coach Our righteousness now both, positional and actual That person is now actable by wearing prayer couture I go beyond the bless me, cause that's too immature My friend, are you a Christian? sadio
5: we're
0: only pain and death becomes your catalyst there's something that's more fabulous of this our god is adamant death makes you a student but life makes you a graduate